In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Yeah. Just got fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Number one. Number two, uh, what was the second one? You want, oh. well, Look. The second one was on abortion. As I said when I. Uh, um, when this hit as I was getting on the plane to go down to Alabama, um, this is about a lot more than abortion. I, haven't, I hadn't read the whole opinion at that time. But this reminds me of the debate with Robert Bork. Bork believed the only reason you had any inherent rights was because the government gave them to you. If you go back and look at the opening comments with the Bork-Biden when I was questioning him as chairman, I said, I believe I have the rights that I have, not because the government gave them to me, which you believe, but because I'm just a child of God. I exist. I delegated by joining this union here to delegate some obligation, some rights I have to the governments for, for social <laughs> So the idea that somehow there is an inherent right that there is no right of privacy, that there is no right. And remember the debate we had, you don't remember, but we had a debate about uh, Griswold versus Connecticut. There had been a law saying a married couple could not purchase birth control in the privacy of their own bedroom and use it. Well, that got struck down. Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and I'm, my guess is the guy's on the Supreme Court now. Blah, 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 blah. That, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children. Is that, is that legit under the way the, the decision is written? 
what are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history. In recent American history. Would you make a speech on abortion like you did on voting rights, Mr. President? Mr. President, how can you combat it? This MAGA crowd, he says, is one of the most extreme and radical organizations in the history of America, more than the KKK, more than Black Lives Matter or Burn, Loot, Mortar, uh, Murder, excuse me, more than Antifa, which last I was told Antifa was an idea. Wouldn't MAGA fall under that category? An idea? Last time I checked, we weren't an organization that was collecting money for activism. No, no. We are an idea, and we are an American um, patriot, citizen, who is getting up off the couch and making a difference, running for office legally rather than burning buildings and cities down. No, we are not an organization. We are the future. You're scared. You're afraid. Your entire party is running with their tail between their legs, and this leaked strategy of yours from the Supreme Court was all just to try to gain back the offense. But you're losing. You're losing everywhere. You're losing in the most obvious place, which is people's pocketbooks and their bank accounts and their wallets. You're losing at the southern border because everybody knows that you're allowing millions of people in no matter what party they claim to be uh, representing. You're losing because the world knows that you're groomers and that you stand with groomers. And you're losing because all the top five issues that people have with Democrats, none of them are, have to do with abortion. The top five issues that people have Republicans, none of them are about abortion. You're going to lose this. You're going to lose this fight. You're going to lose your control over murdering our babies. And if you think MAGA is so radical, well, you know what they called Christians radicals once too. They called Jesus radical once too, didn't they? So you know what? We'll take that. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. God bless you. Thank you for being here this evening. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And thank you very much for being here, and thank you for allowing me to do this job for you every day. Now, the White House decided, well, you know what? Maybe this will be a job. Maybe this is a job for Kamala Harris. Maybe this is something that Kamala Harris should tackle. Maybe this is a job, since Kamala Harris couldn't do the southern border, since Kamala Harris looked like a fool on the uh, international stage when she went and, 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 I don't know, gave speeches about stuff I still don't understand what she was talking about. This is Vice President, illegally and illegitimately, I might add, Kamala Harris, and this is what she has to say about the abortion issue. Check this out. Women would lose access to abortion immediately and outright. Those Republican leaders who are trying to weaponize the use of the law against women. Will we say, how dare they? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare they? How dare they? Oh, no. Yes. How dare they? How dare they? Try to deny women their rights 
and their freedoms. How dare you try to deny Americans their rights and their freedoms during COVID lockdowns? And how dare you channel your inner Greta Thunberg? Because this is what you sounded like, Kamala. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Let's play it again. How dare you? How dare you? Greta Thunberg, Kamala Harris, one in the same, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> MAGA is coming after each and every one of you. I would like to give a happy belated birthday right now, if I can, here on Live from America, to Sandy Spray. Her birthday was on the 28th of last month. I did not get the, uh, the message until today. So a big happy belated birthday to you, my dear. God bless you. Let's get into some emails. Let's get into some emails right now. Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a very important email coming from Robin. Robin says, please see the link that I have sent. Unfortunately, my granddaughter has been groomed, as I would call it, by the GSA after school program. We have to get this out of our schools. It has changed my granddaughter to someone I don't even know anymore. I can't talk to her about God because, of course, if we are Christians, then we are homophobes. That's what they are taught. Now she is talking transgender. Please pray for my granddaughter. Please pray for the children that are being groomed in these after-school grooming programs. You know I get messages like this every single day now? This used to be a few and far between. This used to be a complete few and far between um, situation where we would read stories like this. Now we read them every single day. I want to read another one here to you from Mike. Mike Hosang says, I don't have the right words, but if you give, but if I could give you any strength that I and my family have, I would. You have no idea the effect you have on us and others. You are an inspiration. You get us through each day. My family is closer to each other because you bring us closer. We discuss what you discuss. We applaud when you put people in their place. We yell at, uh, we yell at you when you are wrong, which isn't often, but you are the one that we have turned to in the past two years. I don't say this to put pressure on you, but to hopefully give you joy and encouragement. I want to thank you, Mike, very much for that. Mike's a good guy, and I appreciate the email. One more here, ladies and gentlemen, from Lady O. She says, good morning, Jeremy. I want to encourage you by saying that your words in these morning messages that you write from the newsletter, if you, if you sign up at jeremyherald.com, you'll get them as well. She said they should be collected and published in your own devotional because they tell a deeper story than just a regular devotional. I hope you have saved each and every single one since day one. Find a publisher and create a book so more people can get their hands on your thoughts, words, ideas, experiences, um, and gratitude. Think about it. That's a great idea. That's actually a wonderfully great idea, and I may just do that. Thank you all very much. Folks, uh, by the way, you can download on Roku or Fire Stick, the LFA TV um, channel, and you can watch past shows and uh, live shows will cut in when we go live. And of course, if you're watching on Real America's Voice News, then you already are probably watching on Fire Stick or Roku. And thank you all for being here. I appreciate you all so very much. Let's go to the Lord right now. We're going to from, read from Jesus Listens tonight and not Jesus Calling. Because I thought this was a very interesting devotional that I read, and I could not wait to read it to you guys tonight. So if you're watching on social media, I ask that while you're listening in the beginning of this show, please share the video. Get it out there as much as you can. Try not to share it to the same platform twice. Share it to different places. Let's really get it out there and spread the gospel. Here we go on this May 4th. 
year of our Lord 2022, dear Jesus, help me to be willing to go out on a limb with you. If that's where you are leading me, I know it's the safest place for me to be. You've been showing me that my desire to live a risk-free life is really a form of unbelief. More and more, I recognize that my longing to live close to you is at odds with my attempts to minimize risks. I seem to be approaching a crossroads in my life journey. In order to follow you wholeheartedly, I must uh, relinquish my tendency to play it safe. As I seek to step outside my comfort zone, I need to cling tightly to your hand for support and guidance. Lord, please lead me step by step through this day and all my days. I've discovered that when I keep my focus on you, I can walk along perilous paths without being frightened. I hope that eventually I learn to relax and really enjoy the adventure of our journey together. The Bible tells me that your protective presence will watch over me wherever I go. So my part in this adventure is to keep looking to you in confident trust. Psalm 23, 4, John 12, 26, Psalm 9, 10, and, and Genesis 28, 15 is where you can go to reference that devotional. And you know what, folks? Those little books, yes, the Bible is ultimate word, but those little books, those little devotionals, they really do help a lot of people. They helped me, and uh, I, I very much encourage you guys uh, to, to read from these daily and add them to your, uh, your Bible journey with Jesus. Let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one so we can show honor and we can show respect to the God that gave us life. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We've done some pretty powerful things here on Live from America, folks, and we could not do it without the Live from America family and the Real America's Voice audience. So now is your time to get as many people as you know hooked on Real America's Voice News, hooked on Live from America. And also make sure you follow me on Getter, especially for tomorrow. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more about that right after this. Yes, so I know I mentioned earlier, guys, we are leaving. Me and Elisha, my producer, we are leaving tonight, heading to Boston. All day tomorrow, from morning till the sun comes up, till the sun goes down, we are going to be recording the Armor of God video. I am so very excited. I'm so very excited to get this song and this video done and out to you because it is a very powerful statement. It's not just a song. It's not just a song. It is a statement. It's a message. And it is a battle cry for Christians to really put a mirror on themselves and ask themselves who they really are. Jeremy, I would like to purchase business cards, really tiny flyers to pass out. People need big flyers so I could spread the word of the show and, Jeremy, your love for all of us and, above all, love for God. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I actually have been talking with Sabrina and others about this. We might be putting them in every order that you purchase. 
Okay, and I do want to remind you that if you go to JeremyHarrell.com, if you spend $100, you get a free LFA uh, Live from America t-shirt, which has got the logo on it. You get to choose the color and size. And if you spend $200, you get a free hoodie or sweatshirt. So uh, and, and it'll prompt you to to uh, to click whatever one you want, whatever size. Okay, so um, anytime you guys do get an order, uh, you get a lot of stuff in there. You get Smarties, you get Dum Dums, but we're also going to start putting in some of these things for you to pass out to people, and we'll give you a little stack of them. We're going to order them by the thousands, and we'll give you a little stacks, okay? Because it's the best way to really pass out, pass the word, I believe. Uh, I also want to say thank you to a couple people here. Uh, uh, actually, I want to say thank you to people who have been donating online. To the uh, If you go to JeremyHarrell.com, there's a lot of people there that really fund the show that don't send checks. So I, I, I barely ever get a chance to, to uh, you know, say thank you to those guys um, because I never have that, that uh, website pulled up. Um, and apparently it doesn't want to pull up now. But I would like to say uh, thank you to Wanda Rockwell. I'd like you to th- say thank you to Ron, uh, excuse me, Rod and Pam Burning. Thank you very much. Um, Araya W, God bless you and thank you. Doug and Shirley Brown, thank you very much. Deborah Cody, Jerry Tresselt, and Karen Miller. Last night I wore Karen Miller's shirt. It said, instead of Beto O'Rourke, it said Vito O'Rourke. It was really nice. It was really good. Yeah, this, uh, this website doesn't want to pull up for me right now, so it's not a big deal. We'll just look at it later. And, uh, and I'll make sure that I give those folks the proper, the proper, Shout outs. Um, thank you guys very much. We're going to get right back into the show because we're going to try to get out of here as early as possible tonight so me and Eli can make it to Boston and get some sleep. Jeremy, please check your email. Tim Rantham, candidate for Wisconsin governor, wants to get on the show. Uh, yes, we're, we're, we've been doing emails actually all this afternoon and uh, we're trying to catch up. Thousands come in a day, so it's really, really hard to keep up on that. So uh, we'll get there, we promise. Here we go. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We're going to get right into it tonight because I got a lot to cover. I'm not messing around. And just a reminder to the Real America's Voice News audience, there will be no Live from America show tomorrow. They will be running a special in place of the Live from America time slot. I will be back on Friday, but you're definitely going to want to download and follow me on Getter because you will get live Getter updates tomorrow on location because I will be uh, filming the Armor of God video for our new song with me and Dave Bray USA. So check that out. Folks, lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day. And here we go. Red states right now, while we are in session, most states are in session right now in some states and their legislative session at the end of this month. So we have a golden opportunity right now with all of this going on with abortion, if we really want to save our children's lives, if we really want to make a difference, if we really want to get rid of Roe v. Wade and we really want to put the pressure on the court from a legal point of view rather than a court of a, a public opinion point of view of the people that are screaming at the top of their lungs with their little pink hats on, uh, ripping their hair out. Well, then these red states need to act and they need to act right now. You need to call your representatives. You need to kick your legislation's butt into gear when it comes to this. And I think that red states need to ban abortions right now in their states completely before the official SCOTUS opinion actually comes out. 
This is how we put the pressure on them in a legal way. We have the ability to do this. The only reason that states don't is because they know they're going to get sued. They know that it's eventually going to work its way up to the Supreme Court. But with the Supreme Court having so much pressure on it, as it is, and knowing that we have a five to four majority in this opinion, we need to continue to let the SCOTUS, um, the, the, the justices know that how many people out there actually have their back in their decision. And I think this is a good way to do it. I think this is a really, really good way to do it. Such a move would have several benefits, and let me read them to you right now. Number one, in politics, the more you debate an issue, the more uh, it sows doubt, especially when you're trying to implement something brand new. When you just rip off the scab and implement it quickly, it demoralizes opponents and proves the veracity of the issue in the eyes of the voters by um, by evincing and, uh, an image of confidence and moral clarity. Just look at how the left successfully implemented COVID restrictions by seizing the moment without any debate. Had they left these issues to a protracted debate, they would have never been implemented, implemented in most states, red or blue. Okay, so think about that. Number two, states issuing bans on abortion will make it that much harder for Roberts or external forces to pressure Barrett and Kavanaugh into watering down Alito's draft majority opinion. Number three, it will have the broader effect and benefit of delegitimizing judicial supremacy. It will show that when we are prepared to do something constitutional and moral and just, then we will do it regardless of the courts. The courts don't have exclusive and final jurisdiction over constitutional interpretation. And Roe was a legal fiction, and everybody knows it at this point. Really, this should always be the attitude of the states. But now there is at least an authentic draft of an opinion repudiating Roe. They should set the precedent of delegitimizing judicial supremacism a principle that that we will need in the future on other issues. Red states will need to enforce immigration law and directly challenge courts' rulings in Arizona versus the United States. And those are all coming up very soon. Big shout out, Mike Lindell. Big shout out, Kerry Lake. Big shout out, Mark Fincham and all the people out in Arizona fighting hard to make sure that this happens. Senate establishment, Republicans like Mitch McChina, who fervently believe in judicial supremacism, um, are feigning outrage over the leak and focusing all their attention on that issue rather than on banning the abortion itself. That is because they believe that we can only accomplish good policy with the courts and nothing else. They want to look to them for every decision made. Now, McChina lambasted the leak as an attack on the independence of the Supreme Court. And while the leak was certainly a a, a horrific and disgusting act, I disagree 100% with this, this uh, the independence of judiciary. The judiciary is no more or no less independent than the legislature or the executive, both in the states and at a federal level. They are all independent of each other, each with their own powers. Every branch must use its powers in concert with the Constitution, not just the courts. So if we work together and work hard right now as red states and we ban abortion in these states, who cares who challenges it? Let them spend their money. Let them spend their time. Let them spend their effort, their resources, and let them push out their mindless, brainless zombies out in the streets to fight the states 
so that we can deplete the amount of time and money and effort they put towards the Supreme Court. This is how you stay on offense. This is how you keep these people on defense. And when they're on defense, you've seen they have no idea what to do. They are lost. Jay Van Brown on Facebook says, did Ukraine go away? Well, if you turn on Fox News, it's all they talk about. I don't care to talk about Ukraine anymore, and I think most people know that. But moving on, I want to continue to stay on this abortion topic because all these woke Disney Discovery Plus sexualization of our children, abortion, it's all connected and it all needs to stop. Now, one person who definitely is a crazy, and that is Letitia Looney Tunes James. That's my new nickname for her. She says as a woman uh, that she has a right over her body no matter what, complete body autonomy, no matter who it hurts, no matter what it kills, a girl or a boy, no matter killing a human or not, she says women have the rights over their own bodies, but at the same time pushing mask mandates and vaccine mandates, all with the narrative of protecting you, the people. Now, Letitia James, we got a video of Letitia James, actually. Um literally bragging about an abortion that she had. Now, I know some people that are watching this have had abortions, and I know that most people that, are, that, that, that say they have, it's probably one of the worst things that they've ever been through. Not Letitia Looney Tunes James. No, she's excited. She's happy. She's proud over her abortion. And this is the Looney Tunes character that's coming after Trump so, so viciously. Check out this Looney Tunes. And I chose to have an abortion. I walked proudly into Planned Parenthood. Oh, yay. Yay. Good job. You killed a baby. And I make no apologies to anyone. To no one. Well, you should apologize to to God and the baby you killed. And all of you also know that I am a woman of faith. I go to church. Ooh, blasphemy. But my God teaches me all about love and acceptance. To kill a human. Yeah. And my God says that you've got to make the best decision for your body and your life. Wow. Get it, girl. Wave your hand around. Apologies to no one. None. None. Not even God. And that's why, as the Attorney General, I fought for this right. And we've won this right. And I stand with you and will stand with you always. Yeah. Cool. Um, I want you guys uh, really quickly here. Let's just replay this real quick. Let's pause it. Hold on, hold on. I walk proudly into Planned Parenthood. No, let's see this. Let me have the cursor right here. Look at this. What is this? Look at this. That's their spokeschild. That's their spokesperson right there for murdering babies. I go to church. My God tells me. Well, you just broke the first commandment right there. Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. And the God that I know does not tell you it's okay to kill babies there, Letitia Looney Tunes James. I can't wait to see how you melt down over all of this. Sandy Spray, who we just gave a happy birthday, bladed birthday, she says hello to all of you. Yeah, you shall not have any other gods over actual God. So she broke the first commandment. She broke the second. She broke a lot of commandments in that raving speech that she gave, waving her arms around like Mussolini. Now, folks, two days ago, the left leaked this opinion on purpose because of three major things. Number one, because everything Biden has touched since January 20th of 2021 
has absolutely been destroyed. You know the other word President Trump uses everything Biden touches turns to? Well, you, you, can, finish, you can finish that for me. Number two, 2,000 mules. They do not want anybody's focus on the actual theft of the election in 2,000 mules. Make sure you keep pushing that. And number three, number three, all of the Pfizer documents that were dumped yesterday that literally nobody is talking about. But we're going to go through those documents here on Live from America and we're going to talk about them. I mean, I could keep going, number four, because the fact that they're groomers, number five, Disney, Netflix, Twitter. I mean, how many things do they want to keep your focus away from? That is why the left leaked this opinion and somebody is going to prison. Somebody's going to prison. Now, a couple days ago when this news came out, Bernie Sanders of Vermont literally tweeted the following. Congress must pass legislation that codifies Roe v. Wade as the law of the land in this country. Now, and if there weren't 60 votes in the Senate to do it, and there are not, we must end the filibuster to pass it with 50 votes. He says, but ladies and gentlemen, once again, by the grace and glory of God, the most unlikely thing happens again. Senator Joe Manchin and Senator Kirsten Cinema say they will not kill the filibuster over the abortion vote. They will not kill the filibuster over the right to vote. And they will not kill the filibuster for any reason whatsoever. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is good news. Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin still standing up for America, the most unlikely of people to do so. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, spells us winning. Come on, people. You need to do it. We got to end the filibuster so we can win. Shut up, Bernie. Go write some more rape novels. We'll be right back right after this. Now, if you think I do a good Bernie Sanders, you should see our producer. He <laughs> can do a good Bernie Sanders. He can do a real good Bernie Sanders. A lot of people want Eli to come on the show. We've got some plans for the future. We've got some plans for the future. Let's hope they actually follow through. You never know. Well, you know what? We'll take them when we get them. We'll take them when we get them. That was a great impression. Almost choked on my water. <laughs> Yep, Sanders is insane. I agree. I agree 100%. Folks, we're going to get right back into the show. No commercials really tonight. I mean, no no even time in between because I got to get going. So let's just get right back to the show and start killing it. Here we go. Back here on Real America's Voice News Live from America, folks. Um, a lot of people during the commercial break there were just loving the Bernie impression. But I got to tell you, our uh, producer does a heck of a lot better Bernie impression. Actually, he's better at impressions all around than I am. And someday we'll get him on and we'll just uh, we'll do a lightning round of different people that he's supposed to impersonate. I think that'll be fun, don't you? All right. So most of you know by now, it's the evening. We've had a whole day of, of social media and regular news pumping stuff in your heads. Most of you know by now that the Fed has just raised the interest rate once again. And this is the highest raise by any party in a long, long time. With the, with, they just raised it, what, a month ago, and now they raised it again, and they're doing this all in hopes 
to battle inflation versus debt, and it's not going to work. It's only going to backfire on this illegitimate, ignorant, very unqualified regime that is currently occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They don't know how to do anything. I'd say 90% of the stuff they destroy on purpose and the 10% they try, they fail because they just don't understand how our economy is supposed to work. They only understand how they want it to work. So yes, they raise the interest rates once again. And like I said, it will backfire. But check this out. The Biden economy is so bad. How bad is it? So bad that NBC hacks suggest that Americans should get a good side hustle to get them through the tough times. If you don't know what a side hustle is, it means another job. It means work more. Because the Biden administration is so terrible. They're taxing you like crazy, inflation like crazy. They're taking all your money. And they're making everything that you have worth nothing. They're right, they're, the, the prices of everything are, are, are through the roof. But they said, you know what, you should just get another side hustle. That way you can get through these bad times. Stop complaining about it, they say. Check this out. We are back with today's consumer this morning. It is all about inflation busters. Yeah, as the day-to-day cost of living soars, a lot of Americans, including the 60% now living paycheck to paycheck, are looking for ways to increase their cash flow. Yes, NBC senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is on it. More ways to make more money. Vic, mm-hmm. good morning to you. We're talking about the side hustle. The side hustle. So what's your criteria for like a good side hustle? What should people be looking for? Three things right off the bat. How much cash can you really make? What's the schedule? Is it going to fit in with your regular hustle? And finally, maybe this is a growth potential opportunity. Could you leverage it into a full-time job? Okay, you've broken it down into a few categories. So first up, hustle from home, yes, which works for a lot of folks and also moms, you yes. know, who might send the kids off to school and be ready to make some cash. And thankfully, a lot of us have a decent internet connection. So these are all things you can do as long as you can get online. I'm going to start an order of least lucrative and we'll work our way up. So people like doing those online surveys or maybe watching videos or playing video games you can actually get that's a job for that yes it's not a high paying job depending on how fast you can answer questions maybe around five bucks and up an hour okay but just be aware that's available branded surveys survey junkie and um inbox dollars some sites you're answering the questions yes okay you're answering the questions this one i like a little bit more you can Mm. go to upwork or fiverr and find out about positions where you can be a virtual assistant you do things like schedule appointments uh, or data Mm. entry from your home and that can sometimes lead to a full time all right, all right. I had enough of that. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to listen to that anymore because most people do work more than one job these days. A lot of people have their job and then they have a second job. A lot of people have their job and then they have their side hustle, which is their Etsy or, you know, the things that they build or craft. Some people, that is their only job. The solution isn't working more. Now, this is coming from the same people who say that you should raise minimum wage, which they just, uh, did you see what they just did at Walmart lately? They literally replaced every single checkout line except for two with automatic checkout lanes. McDonald's is doing the same thing. You're literally forcing people right out of the workforce just with your rhetoric of raising the minimum wage. Now they want you to go out there. They're already complaining that you work 40 hours a week. They say that's slavery, I guess. They're already trying to get you a four-day work week. Pretty soon, they'll be, a- they'll be advocating for four-hour work days. 
Meanwhile, they just want to take, 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 take from the people who did bust their butt to give to the people who won't bust their butt. But it's okay. Just go get a side hustle, you idiot. What's wrong with you? Stop being lazy. Stop being fat. Get off the couch and go get a side hustle. Sheesh. Let us spend all your money. Let us destroy the economy. What are you, dumb? Unbelievable. And I think this is actually, I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to go in and talk about our sponsor. And I'm going to do that right now, ladies and gentlemen, because there's two places you can put your money so that the government doesn't constantly take it or so that you gain, you know, interest on your money. And that's real estate or precious metals. One of the two, either go buy real estate or go buy precious metals, but don't buy futures. Actually get the actual silver or gold in your hands, put it in your, your safes, bury it, do whatever you got to do. But Gold Co. is a new sponsor, a proud sponsor of Live from America. And inflation and interest rates hikes are Biden's only way out of the $30 trillion federal deficit. So if you have 50000 or more in your IRA or 401k or your savings or your nest egg or whatever, then put it in precious metals or put it in real estate. One of the two or both or both. Learn about the IRS loopholes that thousands of Americans are using to protect their retirement. Call 855 735 3740 to get your free IRS loophole kit. Or again, you can uh, just visit goldco.com slash live. Again, goldco.com slash live. Look, I don't have money to put in real estate or gold, but when I do, or if I ever do, I'll be doing both of those. I'll be buying real estate and I'll be buying bars and, 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 and coins of gold. So make sure you guys check out Gold Co., the new proud sponsor here at Live from America, helping people keep a little bit of their money anyway. And, uh, and, and, and not just growing it just little percents at a time. I mean, gold and silver blasting through the roof. And we should be doing what the government f- fails to do, backing our money with real precious metals. So check it out, goldco.com. Now, Eric Swalwell, Eric Fartwell. Most of you know who this guy is, right? Eric Swalwell. He slept with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. I would say that is a pretty big breach of ethics in the house, don't you? I think, that's, I think sleeping with a Chinese spy and getting away with it is probably one of the biggest investigations that needs to be had internally in our federal government. And when, when, not if, when we take over in November, we are going to make committees that do just that. We're going to be coming after little Eric Fartwell. And for most of you that don't understand why we call him that, it's because he farted on live TV and nobody really called him out on it. But anyway, Eric Swalwell is breaking house ethics once again, folks, and he's doing it on Twitter. And this is the kind of stuff that Elon Musk is sick and tired of, which is why he's going to start charging elected officials to run their Twitter pages and to be on Twitter. And he's going to be holding them accountable when they tell you to kick people and burn things like Maxine Waters did. But Eric Swalwell is currently breaking house ethics rules right now, right now. So let's get into that for a minute. House ethics rules explicitly bar lawmakers from using government resources for campaign purposes with extremely limited expectations. Democrat California Representative Eric Swalwell, however, appears to be breaking lower chamber guidelines. Swalwell published a post on his official congressional Twitter account, not his personal one, his official Twitter account that has more than 1.2 million followers to a DNC website that gathers information for list building and fundraising, saying the Republicans won't stop with banning abortion. They want to ban interracial marriage. Do you want to save that? 
Well, then you should probably vote, he said. The problem with that, folks, the problem with him doing that and posting that like that is that he posted a featured link with it that was called IWillVote.com. And it's paid for by the DNC. This is explicitly, explicitly forbidden. But yet he's doing it. And as long as we have these people in there, nothing will happen to Adam Schiff. Nothing will happen to uh, Adam Kinzinger. Nothing will happen to Teletubby Liz Cheney. Nothing will happen to Eric Fartwell. That is why we must, must, must win in November. According to the House Committee on Ethics, official resources of the House must, as a general rule, be used for the performance of official business of the House, and hence those resources may not be used for campaign or political purposes, which he did both. So I suspect and I hope that uh, Republicans in the House will get on this right away, but I have a feeling that old Kevin McCoward will do nothing of the sort. That is why he can never be Speaker of the House. That is why we've got to take it over, and this new Republican Party will reign forever. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this, folks. Stay tuned. We'll get them. We'll get every single one of them. 2,000 mules sold out at 10 theaters near me in California. From what what I understand, this movie's actually getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> LFA producer says, I just YouTubed that video. I can't stop laughing. Yes, he did fart on national TV. That is not a joke. He never really got it for that either. He never got lambasted for that. I think he should have. I think he definitely should have. Don't you? Mm. You know what else I think we better do? I think when we come back from break, we better give little old Eric Fartwell the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, don't you? Let's go ahead and do that right now, as a matter of fact. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. Thank you very much for being here. One thing that we did not do before the commercial break, that was give Mr. Eric Fartwell the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, so... Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Mr. Eric Swamp Donkey Fartwell. Your days are numbered too, sir, ma'am, whatever you want to be called, it, thing, Pronoun, them, they, whatever, was, were, will be your pronouns <laughs> real soon. Share the video if you agree. Now, here's some good news. I got two really good stories back-to-back to show you. Remember the computer repairman that fixed crackhead Hunter Biden's laptop that turned it over, then turned it over to authorities but made copies, and when authorities did nothing with it, he ended up sending it to, uh, to the uh, New York Post, and the New York Post put out the story, and yes, Twitter banned it, everybody banned it. Nobody wanted you to hear about Crackhead Hunter. Then for a long time, nobody knew where this computer repairman was. Some people even thought that he might have been Hillaried, and I think most of you know what that means. Seth Rich knows what it means, but we can't ask him, can we? DNC. Anyway, moving on, the computer repairman is alive, the computer repairman is well, and the computer repairman is coming after what is his. He has now filed a lawsuit against CNN, Chicken Noodle News Network, (laughs) Politico, The Daily Beast, and Pencil Neck Adam Schiff. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. You know, Trump said this a long time ago. He said, start coming after these people legally and they'll stop. Start coming after these people legally and they'll stop. Nick Sandman won a bunch of money from Chicken Noodle News, Chicken Noodle News Network, didn't he? 
didn't he? And then, of course, we've got Kyle Rittenhouse who's going to win a bunch of, bunch of money from them. And now this man is going to sue the crap out of CNN, Political, The Daily Beast, and Adam Schiff. I don't think he'll ever have to fix another computer ever again. The Delaware computer repairman is suing for defamation after the outlets and lawmakers accused him of peddling Russian disinformation. Woohoo! The Delaware repairman who says that he was the first to give the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop to the FBI has filed a multi-million dollar defamation lawsuit against several outlets and representative, representative Adam Schiff, alleging they falsely accused him of disseminating Russian disinformation. Russia, Russia, Russia. The suit was filed yesterday in circuit court in Montgomery County, Maryland by plaintiff John Paul Mack. Isaac, the former owner of the electronic repair shop, where the laptop was um, dropped off for repairs. And after fighting to reveal the truth, all I want now is for the rest of the country to know that there was a collective and orchestrated effort by social and mainstream media to block a real story with real consequences for the nation, he told the New York Post, which first reported the laptop and its hard drive that includes information about Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings in part while his father, resident Joe Biden, was vice president. Mac Isaac says he's fighting back after being targeted for harassment by big tech, the mainstream media, and various supporters of the Biden family for two years. Ooh, the Biden crime family is going down, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a matter of time. It's only going to be a matter of time. The media outlets named in the suit are CNN, Politico, and the Daily Beast. The 45-year-old who lost his business in the wake of the scandal became the legal owner of the laptop after Hunter Biden allegedly dropped off uh, it, it off at his store in April 2019 and never returned for it. So, folks, this is how we win. And you want to know something? Let me ask you a question. And I want you to be honest with yourself, with your family, and me. When is the last time that you felt that we the people that are taking over the Republican Party, the people that are cleansing the Republican Party, the people who are destroying the Democratic Party, when is the last time that you can actually say that we felt like we were on defense? I would say the last time I felt we were actually on defense was probably leading up to January 6th, maybe leading up to January 20th. I don't really feel that we've been on defense since then. And look what happened in just a year and a half of offense. We have almost crippled what was known as the old Republican Party and the grand old party. We have crippled the Democrats to the point where they, they are literally painted as groomers, liars, cheats, thieves, and scumbags to most of the world. And that's why independents and Democrats are leaving their parties and, and, uh, and, and that's why Republican registration is through the roof, dwarfing the Democrats. Now, I know day in and day out, there's things happen that you go, why is this happening? Why does this country keep going into the toilet? But those are just little things that are happening. Look at the big picture. Look at the big picture. You, me, little Sandy in Ohio, little Johnny in Nebraska, Michelle in New Jersey. Jamal in Texas. All of us have literally crippled both parties. The Uniparty is more crippled now than they've ever been. And that is a testament to us fighting every day. Now, I need a vacation. You need a vacation. 
I need to sleep for like a month and a half, but it's no time to sleep. You know why? Because if we rest, the devil wins. That's why. If we rest, the devil wins. So I would like to give Mr. Mac Isaac, you know what's coming, folks, the Smarty Award of the day. Let's go ahead and cue that music. I hate these candies, but smarty, smarty award of the day for Mr. Mac Isaac. I think that's a great move, and I know that man will get millions and millions of dollars out of these losers. Now, one more piece of good news before we go to this next commercial break, and that is more winning. We've got more winning coming out of the state of Florida. I never hear about losing coming out of the state of Florida. Can I just say? Somebody said Mac Daddy. <laughs> Bad Moon said Mac Daddy. Amen. I never hear about bad news or news of losing coming out of Florida. You want to know why? Because they've got a real leader. They've got a man down there. You know, the toxic masculinity that the pink hat wearing losers would call him. Well, we're winning again, folks, because textbook companies have caved to Mr. Ron DeSantis, and they have removed the critical race theory and other woke content from their materials. Can I get an amen? You know what we need to do? We need to cue that music, folks. Where is it? Let's cue that music. Here it is, right here. Celebrate good times. times. Cue that music. People in Florida are winning. Children in Florida are winning. Ron DeSantis is winning, 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 winning. Textbook publishers are caving to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and removing the CRT and other woke lessons from their materials to meet state standards. Oh, I love it when we make them bend their knee. I love it when we make them bend their knee. According to Florida DOE, 19 books have been edited to meet their standards and have been added to the list of approved materials. Publishers are aligning their instructions, uh, instructional materials to state standards, removing woke content, and allowing the Department of Education to add 19 more books to the state adoption list over the past 17 days said the Florida Department of Education, and according to a press release from the department in April, reasons for rejecting textbooks included references to CRT, inclusions of Common Core, which is the most dumbest thing that's ever been invented. Have you ever seen, by the way, have any of you ever really seen Common Core? Have, you ever, have your kids ever came home and tried to do a simple math problem using Common Core? It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I can, I can solve a math problem in one hundredth of the time that my kids would be able to solve that when they were in public school. They would sit there and they would take just like 17 times 42. Now, you know how we did it. 17 times 42. Uh, we drop down the zero. If there's more than that, we drop down more zeros. Really easy, right? These people have to walk to like China and back in order to get the answer. It is the dumbest thing that I have ever seen. But fortunately, Ron DeSantis has got a good handle on his state down there. He's killing it. He's doing an amazing job. And we just want to give Ron DeSantis a big old shout out. Good news all the way around, ladies and gentlemen. And we want to keep that good news coming. So let's take another commercial break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. And when we come back, you're not going to want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. You're not going to want to miss this. A video of a middle school teacher being fired for sexualizing children. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, Eli and I are going to try to get out of here a few minutes early, so I'm literally going to come right back. The Real America's Voice news audience doesn't understand (laughs) how long we're out, so we're just going to keep it going. I love each and every one of you. I got to get ready to head to Boston, so let's just break it right down and get right back to it. You're going to love this last video. Um, It's also coming from Florida, too, so you're really going to love it. People who live in Florida, anyway, all of us should love it because it's just another way we're winning. Here we go. You guys, thanks for sticking around here on Live from America tonight, Real America's Voice News. We are a family. We are a team. We are a new Republican Party taking over this country to really make America great again, again. MAGA, if you know what I mean. Anyway, we're going to go back to the state of Florida here, where a middle school teacher has just been fired and is crying like a baby because she was sexualizing children. Now, the story makes it sound sad, and the local news makes it sound sad, but I'm very happy with this, this decision to fire this teacher for these exact reasons. Please, ladies and gentlemen, check this out from the great state of Florida. How do you feel right now? Really ashamed, I guess, disappointed, because I feel like it's all my fault, and I was just being myself. That Cape Coral middle school teacher claims she was fired because she spoke with her students about sexuality. I'm Peter Bush. And I'm Kelly Byrne. She says her art students then drew flag pictures expressing their own sexuality, but school leaders forced her to crumple up those drawings and throw them out. She took this picture, and just after that, she was fired. NBC 2's Dave Elias spoke with the former teacher today and the Lee County School District. Casey Scott is a first-year art teacher. She sat down with me today exclusively to say she believes that she was fired after some students here at Trafalgar Middle School began drawing LGBTQ flags. A discussion happened in class, and because of that, now I'm fired. That discussion, according to Trafalgar Middle School teacher Casey Scott, centered on student sexuality. A lot of the kids came out to me like, oh, well, I'm non-binary. And a couple kids said, oh, well, I'm bi. One kid said they're gay. She claims students wondered about her. Oh, I'm pansexual. So, um, like, I like anyone despite female, male. And married to a man. She says some students asked to create art expressing their sexuality. This one's a trans flag. She hung the pictures on her classroom door. They said that it would be in the best interest if I just got rid of them now. She snapped these pictures showing how she got rid of them. I went over to the recycling bin. I grabbed all of their flags and all the kids were staring at me and I crumbled their flags in front of them. You see how they're trying to make it like sad for her? Like, I can't believe I had to do this. I can't believe I gave them an assignment to sexualize them and then I had to throw their stuff away and crumple it right up. Ah, Ron DeSantis warned you. He warned you, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, sexualize our children and you're gone. I have no sympathy for those people. I have no sympathy for people crying and whining over absolutely nothing but their own fault, maybe. Just maybe this girl ought to get a clue. Maybe, just maybe this girl ought to, I don't know, get the net. You guys remember that, Wayne's World? Get the net. You're gone. I mean, how these people are so incredibly stupid, I'll never understand. But she got fired. That's what happens when you play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Folks, again, no show tomorrow for the morning or for the afternoon. Follow me on Getter if you want behind-the-scenes footage.
on location. We are uh, filming the Armor of God music video tomorrow. Dave Bray, USA, myself, and many other people. We will be in Boston. Please follow me on Getter. And in the meantime, folks, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'm going to leave you tonight not only with the rebirth of American music, but also um, showing you the brave American metal art for your home decor. God bless each and every one of you. We'll see you later. I love you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'm never stop screaming that we first in America.